This is the Taz and Jim podcast. A lot of people during the pandemic, either because they have to or because they're just reevaluating their lives, considering a career change. And that's why we are pleased to bring you the Taz and Jim want ads this morning. <laughs> Jim, we, we had a want out a couple weeks ago, your dream job about uh, doing magic mushrooms and writing reviews. Yeah, yeah. About the magic mushrooms. You actually tried to apply for the job. Did they ever email you back? No. I'm May- shocked. They, send, they said they would send me free mushrooms, then pay me to take them and write about it. And for some <laughs> reason, they didn't follow up. It may have been a scam. Uh, no, I don't know, but I have gotten four different calls from somebody claiming to be a tax agent with a robot voice so uh, that I've had to block. You gave them your phone number and then they passed it on to someone else. I'm assuming so. Okay. Well, this, this is legit. This is for real. Okay. In Mississauga, there is a company called Candy Funhouse and they're looking to hire candy and chocolate taste testers. Oh my God. This is a real full-time job, $24 an hour. And um, you will be tasting candy, and I guess same thing as you do with the magic mushrooms. You let them know. Let them know how it goes. Hmm. You like what you taste? (laughs) Yeah, so this must be experimental, you know, trial candies, I guess, that haven't gone to market yet. I I think that's what it is. That'd be awesome. Be a pretty good job. I love candy. Unless you're diabetic, then it's tough. Yeah, Tough, uh, tough to break into the that that uh, realm. You know there'll be a diabetic who's going to apply for it and then call discrimination when they don't get hired, though. It's an easy, easy lawsuit. I wonder what the requirements are. Like, what would you need? You, candy? Like, are there special taste buds you need to have? Are some people better at tasting candy than others? Do you have to weigh three hundred pounds plus so they know that you know what you're talking about? Or maybe if there's like some people who do take lab test courses, you know, like food specialized courses where they actually become like I had a friend who worked at um, Nestle and was a ice cream scientist. I don't know what the actual term was, but she was a a trained (laughs) chemist and she worked on ice cream. That sounds awesome. So I don't know if you need a degree. How much would you love your aunt who's an ice cream scientist? (laughs) Ants are already great at giving treats. <laughs> Take that one for career day, kids. What do you want to be when you grow up? An ice cream scientist or a candy taster at Candy Funhouse in Mississauga. Um, would you prefer the candy taster job or this? Website called sleepjunkie.com is looking for mattress testers. Hmm. You test the mattress. You have to write about how great the mattresses are. $3,000 is what you get paid and you get to keep your mattress. Hmm. I'll, I don't know how you review a mattress if you're sleeping during the whole process, but I guess if you wake up refreshed, your back doesn't hurt. You don't always sleep on a mattress, Jim. That's true, yeah, if it's really bad. Hmm. Sometimes your back hurts and it's a good thing. <laughs> Thanks to your mattress. Yeah. Yeah, how, how do you get to... What angles are we reviewing this mattress on? <laughs> what are the categories? Yeah. That's a dream job right there. Mattress reviewer? Literally. Literally a dream job. Just want to remind everybody, if you have the opportunity to support local businesses, do it. So many of our friends and neighbors going through tough times because of COVID-19 and 
the lockdown that the the province is in right now, not able to function the way they they need to in order to pay their bills. And then you have scumbags who are taking advantage of the situation, breaking into small businesses in the middle of the day during the week and and stealing from them because they know their business is closed, everyone's at home, see an opportunity, they take advantage. I'm just looking on Facebook here. A friend of mine owns a small business and um, one o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday, some guy took a grinder, a battery-operated grinder, Jim, mm-hmm. cut through the door frame of his business around the deadbolt. Like, literally, he's standing there. How ballsy is this? It's daylight. <laughs> One in the afternoon. And he's got an, a grinder out cutting a door frame of a business so he can then open the door, run in. There was an alarm, but the guy was only in there for a minute, just grabbed whatever he could and took off. Oh, so an alarm did go off. Okay. Scuzz bucket. I mean, if, like, I saw the photos. This guy wasn't wearing a reflective vest. But if there was a guy wearing a reflective vest cutting a door off, why would you not just keep walking? Like, you know, there's certain things that are so brazen. You do it in the middle of the day. You would assume that somebody would He's not doing think they could get away with it. Or, or construction. Yeah, and now everybody's wearing masks, so you don't look twice at a guy wearing a mask. Yeah, you know, I guess he could cover his face up with a scar scarf, you know, any other year too. But like the masks, especially, everybody's anonymous. Yeah, the opportunity's there, for sure. Mm-hmm. But what an, you know, just to put it on top of the pile of negativity for small business owners. They got to worry about people breaking windows and yeah. breaking into their, their places and stealing stuff that they need to make a living mm-hmm. when they're able to reopen finally. It's got to be super frustrating. Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, fingers crossed the he finds the the products that were stolen on Kijiji or at a pawn shop, but that Yeah, you think rare. that's going to happen? It happens, but very rarely. I uh, I just hope karma's real. Karma probably is real, because I'm assuming whatever loser did this doesn't have a great life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, in a cosmic sense, maybe there's not like a force correcting things, but it is choices he's making that will inevitably probably land him in jail. If you're listening right now and you're the, the grinder guy who's breaking into businesses, small businesses, middle of the day, you're a loser. That's all. Case closed. (laughs) You're a loser. You know, they uh, say you learn something new every day. And yesterday, Jim, I learned that forced monkey labor was a concern. (laughs) Really? I had no idea. You you said forced monkey labor? Not forest monkey labor, which is fine. I guess if if the, the monkeys are voluntarily working in the forest and they're getting compensated for their hard work fairly fairly that's that's fine <laughs> but when you're forcing monkeys to do labor it's not okay target has joined costco in dropping a brand of coconut milk because there's allegations surrounding the company that they use monkeys to go up the trees and pick the coconuts <laughs> no way yeah and and the monkeys aren't they're not unionized, so they're not getting it. <laughs> that is crazy. But, w- you know, I'm not for, I'm just trying to, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Would you not buy 
milk? Would you not buy Normal produce milk? produce on the side of the road from an Amish family that used horses to help pull a, a plow? Some people wouldn't. And this is the this is the concern. Uh, PETA's on board here. And they're saying that there's a lot of people who buy coconut milk as an alternative to real milk because they don't like that cows are used. Against their will, yeah. And the way they're treated. So they're buying the, the coconut stuff thinking that it has no issues with animal abuse and then they find out that the monkeys are running up the trees and picking the coconuts and now they're like well i guess uh we'll give oat milk a try (laughs) (laughs) at least they're not milking the monkeys at least they're just working (laughs) that would have been a terrible reveal still not good though (laughs) this doesn't really taste like coconut it has a hint of banana (laughs) so why is this milk so high in potassium Yeah, so these big retailers are dropping this brand. It's called Choaca, Choaco, Choaco Coconut Milk. Hmm. I don't think you can even call it milk legally. I think dairy farmers <laughs> had a lawsuit saying you can't call coconut milk milk. Oh, okay, so it'll be like... Uh... It's like a milk-like product. It's like yeah. you can't call fake cheese, like processed cheese, you can't call it cheese. Yeah. You can call it like a cheese-like product. And I know soy milk yeah. is called silk. Well, they keep it all in different in different coolers too. Like it's, I, I hate it at the grocery store because my wife, she always like gets the oat milk. We, we got almond milk. Do you get the almond? Yeah. So you walk in and you're like, oh, I better get the oat milk. And you're next to the eggs in the milk, but then uh, it's not there. And you ask, the, where do you keep the? And they're like, oh, it's in the organic section on the other side of the store. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. And it's not called milk. It's called oat milk-like beverage. <laughs> get it straight. Yeah. And uh, what, what are koala bears harvesting <laughs> that one or what? Yeah. <laughs> they got the they got the uh, newborn koalas out in the oat fields. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't win. No, this is what we always say. You know, you you try to eat right, you try to eat healthy, and then there's next thing you know, you're ruining monkeys' lives. Yeah, no, thank you. Would be a lot easier to use a monkey to pick the coconuts than people. Though, <laughs> really, honestly, I bet you, I want to see some video it. of these things going at it because I right. bet you they're amazing at it. Uh, the price of uh, coconut milk may rise a little bit, but at least those monkeys will now be getting a fair wage. <laughs> this could be some good news for the fight against COVID. Uh, Live Nation AEG and other live events organizations have sent a letter to President Biden in the U.S., offering to turn concert venues into vaccination sites. Think about it. They know how to get the word out there. Mm-hmm. They've got the connections. They've, they've got the space. I mean, a lot of buildings sitting vacant right now where sporting events and concerts usually would happen. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to get an injection from a roadie. <laughs> it's not that kind of injection, Jim. <laughs> But I guess they could, like, if they, that you know, if they, the venues obviously would be great for, for m- multiple people going in and out. Mm-hmm. You well, know, that's what they, they do. They plan events. Yeah. And they, they plan on how to get people in, how to get them out safely, um, how to have enough. Um, usually it's beer and, and uh, food, right? But mm-hmm. how to have enough to serve the people that come in. 
Uh, you could get maybe the Foo Fighters playing on a stage in the background <laughs> while you're getting a shot in the arm. That yeah. would be a bonus if that could happen. But And people who work at the venues, they could get paid by you know setting out the chairs, getting everything set up too, exactly. so there's some money going there. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are working in that industry. You mentioned the roadies. God bless them. They've been sitting around for almost a year now twiddling their thumbs so it'd be great if they had a reason to go back to the venues and and uh and do their thing Uh, i think it's a great idea the uh press release or the letter says these vaccinations are the best chance of putting COVID 19 behind us our experience organizing events and managing crowds puts us in a unique position of being the best prepared and most qualified industry to support the vaccination effort and get this country on the road to recovery. And make sure you stop by the merch booth on the way out <laughs> <laughs> to get your I've been vaccinated commemorative t-shirt. <laughs> With all the tour dates on the back. Yeah, it's only $45. That's a bargain for a t-shirt. <laughs> Who is vandalizing the photo radar cameras in Hamilton? Here's an article from the Hamilton Spectator. More incidences. We've talked about this before, but they keep adding up. The city of Hamilton has now logged 15 different cases of vandalism by camera haters. Uh, Somebody last Thursday on Lawrence Road tried to rip out the, the insides of one of the cameras and somebody else pushed one over, went camera tipping. Hmm. Yeah, apparently they're not bolted to the ground. No. So they can keep moving them around. They're not bolted to the ground, but they are very heavy. Mm-hmm. Mike Field, the project manager for the photo radar cameras in Hamilton, says that the camera boxes weigh close to 800 pounds each, about as heavy as a large ATV or a small moose. <laughs> and if you're wondering, that is how we, how we measure weight here in Canada. <laughs> oh, that thing weighed about three mooses. Three moose, yeah. You know, it wasn't too heavy. It was about 42 hockey pucks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a, that is a description you will only hear in Canada. Yeah. That's amazing. I was like, nah, but, you know, about, about as heavy as a small moose. Yeah. About a quarter moose. She weighed about a quarter moose. <laughs> But these cameras are working. They say that the average speed has dropped by about five kilometers per hour. Hey, it's a start. Uh, 20,000 speeders have been uh, ticketed because of the photo radar. So there's your list of suspects right there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But obviously, I I get it. I get being frustrated if you get one of these tickets, but you kind of have to have some personal accountability and... Are you going to be that mad that you're going to get a can of spray paint and go out and try and and paint the camera? I wouldn't do that. But if I was about to lose my job and I was driving to work for what may be my last week at work before who knows what's going to happen to me. And then I got a thing in the mail that said I was going 52 and a 50 and now I have to pay $200 for some stupid fine that a robot gave me. I'd be pretty upset. It's not going to give you a ticket for two kilometers over. Apparently, well, I don't know 100%, but people in the comment section are saying if it was set to 10 over, I would hate them less. But apparently it is right on the button. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I think if you go over the speed limit, the posted speed limit by any amount, you will get a ticket. That's impossible. They can't do that. That's the rumors I've heard. They got to give you at least five kilometers. So if you're going six kilometers over, you're going to be less mad. You're going to be more blaming yourself. 
What about when you're passing somebody? Like, you know, it's just nobody likes that, that there's no wiggle room. Even a cop, you know, will give you, you know, understand that if you're having a bad day or you got to get somewhere, you know, they will give you some wiggle room. The robots do not. Or they can they can read the situation. Yeah. Like if you're swerving to avoid a pothole or if you're speeding up, to, like you said, to pass a car, they can gauge that. Yeah, I think, you know. It, uh, yeah, but are you going to go? Are you going to? No, no, this is, I'm not justifying the vandalism whatsoever because it's a huge waste of taxpayer money, um, you know, to vandalize these things. But I understand not wanting to be policed by robots. In Toronto, people are shooting them with uh, guns, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and one was stolen in Toronto. Wow. So Do you think it, it caught how fast the bullet was going at it and gave it a ticket? <laughs> Got, that bullet got sent a $9 million <laughs> ticket. It Smith was, and Wesson keep getting speeding tickets. It was exceeding the limit by far more than two kilometers per hour. <laughs> Jim, all the snow we got this week has you thinking about the possibility of buying a snowblower. Mm-hmm. I'm kicking myself, man. What? Uh, it's just so frustrating. You and I on this program, we come up with the best ideas. Like genius multi-million dollar ideas and we never act on it yeah yeah we got to do more patenting we're giving stuff away for free on the show um got a text message from one taz and jim listener says hey jim forget about the snowblower you should buy a flamethrower to clear your driveway and yeah, I've been seeing videos pop up online of people actually using these portable flamethrowers to get rid of the snow in their driveway. Oh yeah, I've seen a video too. A guy in the neighboring house shooting from the bedroom window, looking right. down at his neighbor. Yeah, his neighbor's clearing the the driveway with a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. So this is a thing now, and I just want to play a little bit of audio. This is from eight years ago. Nobody likes snow shoveling. Ow, my back. A snowblower is a bit better, but it's still a pain in the butt. Oh, my butt! If you really want to get rid of that snow, you need the Tazco Driveway Flamethrower. Science has proven that flames and snow don't mix. The Tazco Driveway Flamethrower. Why burn calories when you can burn snow? <laughs> nice snow, Bill! No more on my side! Ugh. My bad, Bell. Tazco is not responsible for any property or personal damage that may occur while using the Tazco driveway flamethrower. We invented it, Jim. Yeah, and guess who heard? Guess who was listening to that? Elon Musk. Uh huh. And then he went and created his own flamethrower. Now look at the Tesla stocks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that back in the uh, the early 2000s, we were talking about electric cars and how cool it would be to have electric cars. Too. That was, and remember when I said to you, hey, why do spaceships not land? Remember when I said that? I said they should when go they to come, space and yeah, then they should they land. Should come back to Earth. And why is it astronauts only that get to go up in, into space? It's not fair. It should yeah. be everyone that has a chance. Yeah, why can't I take a trip to Mars? We, are, we, we have been feeding Elon Musk all these ideas this whole time (laughs) and we are still too dumb to buy tesla stock (laughs) thank you very much for checking out the taz and jim podcast if you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way live on the radio you can do that on fm 96 in london or y108 in hamilton weekday mornings from 5 30 until 9 30 or subscribe keep downloading the podcasts and we'll keep talking